You've just accessed Shekinah glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Rex Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. There are a lot of people who, who are despondent. There are a lot of people who are discouraged. There are a lot of people, Christians particularly, who are wanting to give up, who are wanting to quit. Write this down. Um, and just for a few minutes, I just want to teach about this, why some people prosper and others don't. Now, automatically, why, why some people prosper. What did I say? Why some people prosper and others don't. Now, Automatically, when we hear that word prosper, we always think about money. I'm not just talking about money. I'm talking about total life wholeness. Why some people don't prosper spiritually or grow spiritually. Why some people don't prosper uh, financially. Why some people never prosper physically. Why some people never prosper in that soulless realm. But it is the will of God that you prosper in every area Uh, Let me say it again. It is the will of God that you are prosperous in every area. That's what your salvation took care of. Every debt that came as a result of Adam and Eve abdicating a promise, Christ paid it in full. So there was no sickness before Adam fell. There was no poverty, lack, mental disturbances, topsy-turviness. Before they fell. So everything that uh, came as a result of the fall, Christ came to get us right back in that position, which is Eden. Are you with me? Now, so we're not just talking about finances. God wants you whole. We say this. God wants me complete. Spirit. Come on, say it like you love the Lord. Spirit, soul, and body. It's not enough to be saved. Have good health. But mentally, there's some disturbances going on. That's, that's not hope. That's not shalom. It's not enough to have finances, uh, strong mind, but a debilitating disease. That's not wholeness. Mm. Why? Because he came, he died that you may be healed. That's why you should never confess that you are sick. Why are you confessing you are sick and he called you healed? Well, the doctor and I understand what, what the doctor, but there is another physician healer called Jehovah who? Rapha, our great physician healer. Oh boy. Oh. And thank, and we, of course, we thank God for medicine and doctors. But my point is when they give you or when they discuss the diagnosis and prognosis, I hear you. But let me check with, I got another physician just to. Now, do what you got to do in the natural. Now, I, you know, but, but, but my point is, you know, let, let me check. Let me see because you, you're saying one thing. He's saying something else. But let me tell you, which direct, whichever, uh, wherever your faith is, you're going to bend in that direction. Boy, y'all don't got quiet on. Are y'all okay? I love you, man, woman. While some people prosper, some don't, because we have to understand that there's something to say, there's something I have to do. There's something that I have to do. And see, we're blaming people, and and we're walking away, and and, and we're mad at God. And there are a lot of people who are literally mad at God. 
and they take it out on me and you. John, ready? Let's read. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prosper. Notice, uh, first of all, John says, Beloved, I pray that you prosper and be in health or, or, or and prosper in all things. That's spirit, soul, body, and everything else. Relationships, not just finance, all things. If you're a business owner, it's the will of God that you prosper. Now, just let me give you a little context. John writes, he's writing under, of course, the inspiration of Holy Ghost. This is the same John who wrote the Gospel of John, John 1, 2, and 3, and the book of Revelation. That's why he's often known as John the Revelator. Are you with me? But he's writing to Gaius. Someone say Gaius. Gaius was a faithful Christian believer who would often house those who were traveling like missionaries and evangelists and preachers when they would travel. They would often he would often uh, bring them in something we don't see today, allow them to spend the night. He was very generous. So uh, uh, John, he's writing to encourage him in this Christian life for his generosity. Now, one of the things uh, he was concerned about was Gaius's physical and spiritual well-being because the teaching was, uh, uh, or the popular heresy at that time, was they were teaching uh, separation of spirit and matter, and they despised the physical life, okay? So they, they, they thought that they weren't together. And let me say this, you are spirit, soul, and body. You don't have a spirit. You are a spirit that possesses a soul, and you cannot separate the two there, and it's housed in a physical body spirits don't run wild that run wild that's why when christ come back and coursing that new jerusalem come down from heaven on earth you will have a new glorified eternal or unstoppable body boy that's 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 good that's good but he's concerned about Gaius's spiritual well-being because again the heresy was teaching against uh separation of spirit and matter and they despise the uh physical life and, and a lot of people are falling into that today. You look at the body of Christ as it relates to a lot of people's thinking, especially to the non-thinking Christian. The attitude, the attitude is uh, God would take care of it. And they literally disregard their body, not realize that my body is the temple of Holy Spirit. Are you with me? But a lot of people fall in that attitude of thinking today. And now let me say this. Uh, the non-Christian attitude will lead to two responses. I want you to write this down. Neglect of the body. And what they were teaching were neglect of the body and physical health or indulgence of the body's sinful desires. And he said, man, my desire, don't fall into this because God's desire for you is to prosper and be in health. And it's not ironic that we're honoring uh, breast cancer awareness or those who are survivors of breast cancer. So he does want you to prosper even in your bodies. Are you with me? Now, write this down, and I, I need you to hear this, whether you and say, neighbor, you're going to receive this. God's will for you is that you prosper and do increasingly well. This is what John is saying. He's saying, my, my desire, for you, God's desire for you. Now, he was talking to Gaius then, but he's talking to us today. <laughs> he was talking to Gaius then, but he's talking to us today. 
So God's will for you is that you prosper, do increasingly well, which means no matter how well you are doing, God's will for you to do better than what you are doing even now. I know you're doing good, but I still want you to do better than what you are doing. I wish I had about two people to do better than what you are doing right now. And, and this is important because we're talking about why some people prosper and others don't. Write this down. Your material prosperity, your health physically is only going to happen as your soul prospers. In other words, you, you, you will only prosper materially to the degree that your soul prospers. You will only prosper physically to the degree, to the degree that your soul prospers. <laughs> oh boy, this is good. What do you mean my soul? Your mind, your will, emotions, attitude, intellect. That's where your soul, those, that's why, man, the writer of Proverbs says this, guard your soul with all diligence, for out of it flows the issues of life. And we, and we just let, goes back to what we was, the, the prophetic word that came forth earlier about the hindering spirit. It, you, when you understand I got to protect my soul, I'm not going to allow you to just speak anything into my spirit and me not say something. Are you here? Ephesians 4, 22, 23. And let me say something because, say this, there's something that I have to do. And I'm going to tell you something. If, if, you don't, if you don't get your mind renewed, you're not going to prosper in the soul area. That explains why some people, and, 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 and a lot of this, or actually this message stemmed from, I was in dialogue with a young man, and a son of a preacher, um, and, and, you know, we were talking, I'm inviting him to worship, and, and his thing was, you know, man, you know, I, uh, my problem is all these Christians suffering and going through. Well, there's a reason for that. Because at the same time, my, my, my mindset was, in which I said to him, well, there are a lot of people, Christians prospering too. Just, you know, what, what, side of, what side of the spectrum are you on? What? Then when I began to ask various questions, he was like, oh, I see that. I get what you're saying. But, a lot, but, but he initially started off, I'm upset at God. And I was like, well, what did God do? Well, you, then, well, you have these people. What people? Who, who are struggling. Why are you mad at God for the actions that they're making? Well, I, well, I'm really not mad at God. I, I guess I should rephrase it. And you have a lot of people today mad at God off the, the decisions that they willfully made. Boy, this is good. That regarding your previous way of life, you put off your old self, completely discard your what? Former nature, which is being corrupted through deceitful desires. No, no, notice this is what was t being taught when John was writing the gas. You know, there's a teaching that the, the, the physical don't matter. And when it don't matter, you will indulge in whatever type of physical gratifications. Okay, boy. Listen. Last night was last night. It's a new day. Forget about last night. It's a new day. Okay? And B, see, here's the thing. Key number one. Be what? Continually renewed in the spirit of your mind, having a fresh, untarnished mental and spiritual attitude. This is what, so, love, I wish above all that you prosper and be in health, even as your soul, talking about your mind. It has to be constantly Renewed. Will you say this? My mind has to be renewed every day. It is a continuous process. I would never 
graduate from renewing my mind. Because the moment you start renewing your mind, the moment you stop, you, you, you cease to grow. And a lot of times we think things are going to be automatic because we're saved. You are entitled, to, but there's something that you have to do. Salvation brings my spirit into relationship with God, not my mind and my physical body. He who was joined to the Lord is one spirit with the Lord, not one new body, not one new mind. And a lot of Christians don't understand this principle. So we sit around and we're upset and we don't want to apply anything. Are you here? So and consequently, they haven't done what's necessary or required to bring their physical and financial relationship in line with what God teaches. The word of God teaches. Write this down. Number one, one of the things we have to realize is that when you notice he said, uh, be continually renewed in spirit of your mind. Put off that former way. Here's what you have to realize, um, that when you're born again, or when you receive Jesus, you, you, you come with all, thought, all these type of thoughts and beliefs. And, so you, and, and if you're of any age, especially above nine, you're, you pretty much already have a set of core beliefs, stubborn beliefs. This stuff, this lady's been teaching about that mind. And the reason why it's so important in the mind, notice your belief system uh, operates in the soulless realm. We walk by we live by, well, walk, live, same thing. So when you say we live by faith, same thing, we walk by faith. So we live by how? This is how you live. How? What? Your convictions, your beliefs, your persuasions in God. You live by how? That's why it's so important that your mind get right. Because it affects your belief system. And if, if you never get your beliefs right, then you can never believe God for what he's already promised you. So my mind, I, I know this seems like class, but we are in class because I want you to get this. Because it's time out for going around the same mountain and being upset at pastor, being upset at your neighbor. Have you done what you should be doing to bring yourself into right relationship in terms of receiving what God has already promised me? So you come with these set of beliefs. That's why Romans 12, 2 tell us, man, you have to renew your mind if you're going to be transformed. Okay? So understand this. You, you come with already established beliefs, so from a natural standpoint, you're going to be resistant to change. That's why you have to constantly renew your mind. You hear? So you can't, it's not a one-time effect. What's number one? You have to understand that I'm going to be resistant to change. That's, nat that's a natural tendency. That's, that's a part of, you can write this down, that's a part of understanding my psychological makeup. Listen, there's a saying in, in neuroscience that says this, that neurons that fire together, wire together. Neurons that fire together, wire together, which means that the more we do something, the more it becomes not only habit, but biologically ingrained. That's why some people say, I, you know, I can't stop. Or I, you know, this is how. Let me tell you something. As a man thinketh. That's why it's important that you have the right thoughts, that you guard your thoughts because neurons that fire together, wire together. And as long as you say, I can't, you won't. As long as you say, I'm broke, you will be. As long as you say, I never make it, you won't. As long as you say, I'm ugly, you will be to you. Yes, 
And as long as you keep confessing this relationship will never make it, or I never make it, you won't. Why? Because you believe that neurons that fire together wire together. And since, and because they are biologically ingrained, that helps explain why change takes so much effort. And why we are naturally resistant to change. Because you are so used to coming to church when you felt like it. You are so used to not honoring God. It's my money. I work these 44 hours. You are so used to not eating healthy. Well, Pastor, this is just how it is. This is how it is. I, I, everybody not going to be thin. We're not saying everybody's going to be thin. You can be thin and unhealthy just like you can be uh, not thin and, and, and healthy. We're talking about a mindset, not a, not a weight limit. And, and the reason why we have to say this, just like why we have this, uh, uh, our psychology major here. And, and see, we need to bring balance in Pastor often says in the body because we keep thinking God's going to do man he, he's done God affect your, your your connection with him affected your spirit but you have to deal with your mind and you're not going to pray a renewed mind into existence Lord renew my mind Lord renew my mind Lord renew my mind And we keep going through these same habits and tendencies because we are creatures of habit. Hmm. Listen, say we are creatures of habit. That, that, that's, that's why we have difficulty, man of God, incorporating new changes in our routines. Because I'm used to laying in the bed on Sunday and watching Pastor Rick's live stream. That's just, I'm just saying. Now, now it's easier. Listen to this. So since you are used to that, no matter how beneficial the change is for us, we tend to do things that make us feel good, secure, and comfortable. I wish above all things that you be in health. But it's only going to be to the degree that your mind prospers, is renewed. That's what he's saying. Boy, this is good. This is good. We're still on point number one talking about, you know, we're resisting to change, so we have to understand our biological excuse me yeah uh, psychological makeup and that is we're just being wired again what we say the most and do the most we're just more inclined to do that okay that's why i wanted you to see this verse because you have to continually renew your mind you hear then that inertia kicks in inertia And, and that's just the tendency to do nothing or to remain unchanged that's part of, see because you don't get used to I don't feel like it see faith is not based upon the feeling I'm not going to get to this point today but sometimes you got to move and let the feeling come after you get started go on get started go ahead and get started and the feeling is going to come if it don't come I'm still running I'm a wait time motivated you go ahead and do it motivation to come that's a byproduct of you already taking action That's another problem. People wait to get motivated. You can't wait until you get motivated. Move! Motivation is a byproduct of you having already taken the action. Well, that's good. I'm going to show you. I can't show you today. I don't have time to show you today. But I'm going to show you. So you have to move. 
Because there are times you're not going to feel motivated. We're talking about understanding that psychological makeup. Then, then you have to understand. And, and when I was studying, that's I was like, see, this is where I be trying to throw stuff up. But I already know. I've just teaching this some years ago with that subconscious mind. But then you have to understand there's what's called homeostasis. Anyone ever heard of that homeostasis? What, y'all don't like reading? Now, who went out and bought the book that I mentioned last week? Just, just one person. See? And we, let me pause for a cause to get serious real quick. And, and we wonder why we're not growing. Here, my man of God it, it suggested a book that will help me in the area of talking to Gnostics and atheists and humanists and just having a solid foundation in who this God is that I serve. And I don't go out and buy the book. And pastor said all the time, you have to learn how to invest into your mind. Hold, hold on, hold on. You see, some people got it flip-flop. They want to ball out with the mind wrong. Get that mind right and the increase for them balling out to come. Well, pastor, you got, no, 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 no. Pastor did his due diligence and still doing his due diligence. And pastor just think about something and somebody will bless the man of God. That's how I'm rolling right now. God gets all the glory. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.